Is this the one where the demon is like a giant cow and like poops and pees itself when he punches it? Oh, is it? No, no, it's a different one. Yeah, that's a different one. That's Palumbasaur. Yeah. No, that, uh, the, the cow? The no, bull? I mean the, uh, wait, is the artist? What's, what's the artist? Arista, Aristasaur oh. is the bull. Yeah, this is the, the I snake. I still have that book. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, let's read this story. So, if you can repeat after me. Krishna, 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 Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Hey! Krishna, 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 Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Hey! Krishna, 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 Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Hey! Krishna, 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 Krishna. Krishna, 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 hey! Krishna, 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 Rama Raghava Rama Raghava Rama Raghava Rakshamam Rama Raghava Rama Raghava Rama Raghava Raghava Rama Raghava Rama Raghava Rakshamam Rama Raghava Krishna Keshava Krishna Keshava Krishna Keshava Pahimam Krishna Keshava Krishna That's the song for this book. Actually, the, the words for that song, I think, are in the introduction, but I, I don't know what page it is, if it's page one or if it's page, like, I-I-X or something. Or, <laughs> so... Yeah, it's on... Page one. Page one. There you go. You don't need it? So this is chapter 12. We're just going to look at this story and see if, what we can say. Killing of the Agasura demon. Once the Lord desired to go early in the morning with all of his cowherd boyfriends to the forest where they were, to they were assembled together and take lunch. As soon as he got up from his bed, he blew his buffalo horn bugle. Okay, who can make that sound? Oh. R Ramananda! Yeah. Ramananda! Ramananda! Yeah. Come here! Deviki! Valerie! Come! Ten! <laughs> Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, that, Valerie won. You won, Valerie. Okay. Ramananda. Ramananda. Okay, Ramananda. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five. All right, we're telling the story of the Agasura demon. You guys come sit right here. We got three mats right here.
Okay. So as soon as Krishna, he got out of bed and he blew his buffalo horn bugle. Can somebody make like a buffalo horn bugle sound? Chris. <laughs> All right. That's the sound. It's exactly how it sounds. Keeping the calves before them, they started to go for the, they started for the forest in a great procession. In this way, Krishna assembled thousands of his boyfriends. They were each equipped with a stick, a flute, and a horn, as well as a lunch bag. And each of them was taking care of thousands of calves. So each of the thousands of boys had thousands of calves. All the boys appeared very jolly and happy in the excursion. Let's see some jolly, happy faces. All right. Each and every of them, including Krishna, was attentive to his personal calves as he herded them in different places in the forest. The boys were fully decorated various kinds of gold ornaments. Yet out of sporting propensities, they began to pick up flowers, leaves, twigs, peacock feathers, and red clay from different places in the forest and further decorate themselves in different ways. Man, I loved uh, reading when I was a kid, not like the children's book, but like the children's novel, Peter Pan, because it was just like they're like, you know, marking themselves and they're going on to some adventure. It was so much fun. I was all surrounded by this attractive character. Everybody wanted to hang out. Peter Pan. So we know who Peter Pan is right here. Identity has been revealed. Secret identity. Robin, where are you going? Okay. Okay. While passing through the forest, one boy... Stole another boy's lunch package. Okay. And passed it to a third. So let's see, let's see. All right. There you go. When the boy whose lunch package was stolen came to know it, he tried to take it back, but the boys threw it to another boy. This sporting playing, sportive playing went on amongst the boys as childhood pastimes. So we just did something that happens in the spiritual world. Monkey right there. in the middle. Huh? Monkey in the middle. Monkey in the middle, yeah. When Lord Krishna went ahead to a distant place in order to see some specific scenery, the boys behind him tried to catch up and be the first to touch him. So it's like reverse it. Yeah. Everybody's trying to tag Krishna. So there was a great competition. One would say, I will go there and touch Krishna. Another would say, oh, you cannot go. I'll touch Krishna first. Some of them were played on their flutes 
and vibrated the bugles. Let's hear the bugle again. (laughs) Made out of buffalo horn. Some of them gladly followed the peacocks and imitated the sounds of a cuckoo. Who can make a cuckoo sound? And who can uh, walk around like a peacock? (laughs) Valerie, can you do a peacock? All right, let's see. It's kind of like, I think you got that, (laughs) Some of them caught monkeys by the tail and played with them. And when the monkeys jumped into a tree, the boys followed them. Uh, So, go catch the monkey. Ramananda Samaki, go catch him. <laughs> Alright, now I gotta sit down. When the monkey showed his face and teeth, how did who's been to India? Okay, how do the monkeys how do they show their face and teeth? They try to be intimidating. They do this thing. What do they do, Ramananda? They take your stuff and bite them. Oh, well, the face and teeth. Was that bitten by a monkey? That's kind of awesome. What do they do? What do they do? They bite my eyes. They Yeah. Yeah, and they're and they're and they know how to. They know the science of intimidation, man. They're actually super annoying because uh, one stole my friend's uh, his friend's dad's glasses. They have a racket. They sell that stuff. Yeah. On Rio. Even the monkey stole someone's eyeball once. What? Nice. Wow, Ananda. Monkeys love those things. No real eyes. No. Okay. While the birds were flying in the sky, the boys ran after the bird's shadow along the ground and tried to follow their exact course. Some of them went to the monkeys and silently sat down by them. And some of them imitated the dancing of the peacocks. Okay, then we I got this part. Some of, uh, some of them caught the monkeys by the tail. We read that. Uh, the boys would show, imitated showing his teeth to the monkey. Some of the boys played with frogs on the banks of the Yamuna. And when out of fear the frogs jumped in the water, the boys immediately dove in after them. And when the boys came out of the water, they saw their shadows. They would stand imitating, making caricatures and laughing. They would go on to an empty well and shout sounds. And when the echo came back, they would call it ill names and laugh. Say some bad Sounds words. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As stated personally by the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the Bhagavad Gita, he is realized proportionately by the transcendentalists as Brahman, Paramatma, and the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Does anybody know what those words mean? Isn't Brahman the instance of life? Brahman is like the impersonal energy. So that's like the, the first force. level. Okay. The, the force. force. Okay. Paramatma is the Lord within everyone's heart. 
and Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of God, it means his own personal form who you do things like tag and stuff. Careful. Right. Here in the in confirmation of the same statement, Lord Krishna words the personalist, the pleasure of Brahman realization by his bodily effulgence. Also gives pleasure to the devotees as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Those who are under the spell of the external energy, Maya. What did I just say, Devaki? Maya. The whole like the whole sentence? <laughs> Valerie, what did I say? Okay, David Key gets a point. She got one. Ah, you gotta listen. Take him only as a beautiful child. So who's who takes Krishna only as a beautiful child? Those under the spell of Maya. Those under the expel of the external energy. That lady who stopped you in downtown was like, that little blue girl is your god? Yeah. Yeah. Yet, <laughs> yet he gave full transcendental pleasure to the cowherd boys who played with him. Only after accumulating heaps of pious activities were those boys promoted to personally associate with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Who can estimate the transcendental fortune of the residents of Vrindavan? They were personally seeing the Supreme Personality of Godhead face to face. He who many yogis cannot find Devaki. cannot find even after undergoing severe austerities although he is sitting within their hearts this is confirmed in the Brahma Sanhita one may search for Krishna the supreme personality of Godhead through the pages of the Vedas and Upanishads but it is difficult to find him there however one who is fortunate enough to associate with the devotee can see the supreme personality of Godhead face to face after accumulating pious activities of many, many previous lives, the cowherd boys were seeing Krishna face to face and playing with him as friends. I heard th this story today. that So Krishna, he would go out in the morning with his friends like this. And all the girls, they all had big crushes on Krishna. They all had, he was their uh, heartthrob. But they're a little they're a little embarrassed to let go and like all the mothers would go like and wave at Krishna when he would go out to the forest with the cowherd boys. But the girls were like you know kind of shy not to not to be seen uh, with Krishna in public. So one girl, she was she stood like like Krishna was passing by her house with his whole entourage just like this, and so she was just looking out the keyhole. And so Krishna, he was walking with his friends and waving. And then he kind of like pushed a calf. Like the calf started running towards the door. And then Krishna ran over the door and he looked into the keyhole. And the, la the girl, she was so like stunned with ecstasy. She stood there for like many hours. Krishna, they left and she was just like. <laughs> just to have that little glance, that little exchange was so much ecstasy, so much happiness. That she was stunned, like people were saying, "Hey, what's the relatives found her like, <laughs> like frozen. frozen?" They could not understand that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. 
but they're playing as intimate friends with intense love for him. When Krishna was enjoying his childhood pastimes with his boyfriends, one of the one Agasura demon became very impatient. He was unable to tolerate seeing Krishna play so happily, and therefore he appeared before the boys, intending to kill them all. This Agasura was so dangerous that even the denizens of heaven were afraid of him. So what is that? Heaven means there are higher planets in this universe. There. Up there in the moon, yeah, Chandra is his name. Yeah, that's also my name, Chandra. Yeah, he's the Lord of the Moon. Although the denizens of heaven drank nectar daily to prolong their lives, they were afraid of Agasur and were wondering, when will that demon be killed? The denizens used to drink nectar to become immortal, but actually they were not confident in their immortality. On the other hand, these boys, the boys who were playing with Krishna, had no fear of the demons. So the denizens of heaven, they're all devotees, but they're not at the they're not at the level of these boys, actually. They're they're the reason that they ended up in such a, a higher planet with because greater spending time with Krishna. No, the reason that they, those angels are up in the higher planet is because they have love for Krishna, but it's also mixed with personal desire. So they got their, they got like a better situation than being born as a human. They got born in a place where you live thousands, millions of years, and uh, the pleasures of this world are, are are insignificant to the pleasures of exactly. the higher. But they're not at the the devotional level of the, these boys that are personally seeing, hanging out with God face to face. Are those boys like God and Godhead technically? Yeah, yeah. it's like an embassy that came yeah. down. So. Those boys, they have the point here is saying that the, the angels, the demigods in heaven, had fear of death where these boys had none. They were free from fear. Any material arrangement for protecting oneself from death is always unsure. So it doesn't matter how many vitamins you take, how much yoga you do, you will die. <laughs> but if one is unsure, uh, but if one is in Krishna consciousness, an immortality is confidentially, confidently assured. The demon Agasura appeared before Krishna and his friends. Agasura happened to be the younger brother of Putana and Bhakasura. And he thought, Krishna has killed my brother and sister. Now I shall kill him, along with all his friends and calves. Agasura was instigated by Kangsa, so he had come with determination. Agasura also thought that he would offer grains and water in memory to his brother and sister and kill Krishna and all the cowherd boys, and then automatically all the residents of Vrindavan would die. Generally for householders, children are the life and breath force. When the children die... And naturally, the parents also die on the count of strong affection for them. Agasura, thus deciding to kill all the inhabitants of Vrindavan, expanded himself by the yogic city called Mahima. The demons are generally very, uh, generally expert in achieving almost all kinds of mystic powers. And the yoga system, by the perfection of Mahima Siddhi, one can expand himself as he desires. 
So he's making his body larger. The demon Agasaur expanded himself up to eight miles and assumed the shape of a very fat serpent. So we can ask Sham Gopal if you would kindly open the Krishna art book nice. and see the giant, the giant serpent. serpent. Eight mile serpent. Eight mile serpent. How far are we from downtown? We're about, uh, it's 20 minute bike ride, five minute drive. What is that? Five like miles? Five six miles. miles. Yeah. So from here to downtown back, Snake. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe him here to like the 24-hour uh, postal center off of 30. Yeah, Ferguson. Fer- yeah. Fergie. It's, it's, it's chronological. Chronological. So it's going to be before all that. Yeah, it's going to be before the witch, yeah. Yeah. God rest your soul. To not work the sleep vendor. Yeah. We got Kalia. Is it before after? Before Kalia. Yeah. Um, you got this. No pressure. All right. Take it slow then. Okay. All right. Give me. <laughs> all right. Okay. The demon, in the shape of a big fat serpent, expanded his lips from land to sky. There we go. Ooh, that's a nice pitch, especially for people who don't like snakes. (laughs) Are they walking in? The cowherd boys all walking in? Yeah, there's a little spoiler there. Wow. It's not a spoiler. It's a 5,000-year-old story. (laughs) Can you see it? Yeah, that's wild. His jaws appeared like a big mountain cave without limitation. His teeth appeared just like mountain summits. His tongue appeared like a broad traffic way. He was breathing like just like a hurricane. His eyes were blazing like fire. At first, the boys thought that the demon was a statue. But after examining it, they saw it. It was a big serpent lying down on the road, widening his mouth. The boys began to talk among themselves. Dear friends, this figure appears to be a great animal, and he is sitting in such a posture just to swallow us all. Oh, she didn't get to see it. Oh, yeah. Bobo. No, no, we're going to bring the uh, HD version. Let's back, yeah. Do you remember what page was on? Oh, okay. No, I didn't see it. Cool. <laughs> Dear friends. Dear friends, this figure appears just like a great animal. And he's sitting in such a posture just to swallow us all. Just see, it is not a big snake. Is it not a big snake that has widened his mouth to eat us all? One of them said... Yes, what you say is true. (laughs) This animal's upper lip appears just like the sunshine and its lower lip like the reflection of red sunshine on the ground. Dear friends, just look to the right and left-hand side of the mouth of the animal. The mouth appears just like a big mountain cave and its height cannot be estimated. Its chin is eight miles long. 
Its chin is also raised like a mountain summit. That long highway appears to be its tongue, and inside its mouth as a dark as dark as a, as in a mountain cave. The hot wind that is blowing like a hurricane is his breathing, and the fishy bad smell coming out of his mouth is the smell of his intestines. Or as they say in India, intestines. Intestines? <laughs> With Einstein. <laughs> they further consulted among themselves. If we all go at one time, entering into the mouth of this great serpent, how could it possibly swallow us, all of us? And even if we were to swallow all of us at once, it could not swallow Krishna. Good reasoning there. Yeah, right. Krishna immediately kill him, as he did Bakasura. Talking in this way, all the boys looked at the beautiful lotus-like face of Krishna. They began to clap and smile, and so they marched forward and entered the mouth of the giant serpent. That's awesome. Meanwhile, Krishna, who was a super soul within everyone's heart, could understand that the big statuesque figure was a demon. The boys did not know this. However, thus while Krishna was planning to... How to stop the destruction of his intimate friends? All the boys and their calves entered the mouth of the serpent. Who's that? Is that Maggie? Yep. All right. Or Madhuri. 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 Okay. Krishna did not enter. The demon was awaiting Krishna's entrance, and he was thinking, everyone has entered except for Krishna, who has killed my brother and sister. Krishna is, an, is, is the assurance of safety of, to everyone. But when he saw that his friends were already out of his hands and were lying within the belly of the great serpent, he became momentarily aggrieved. He was also struck with wonder how the external energy works so wonderfully. He's like, wow. My energy is like pretty far out. Yeah. <laughs> he began to also consider how he could ki- how he could kill the demon, at the same time save the boys and calves. Although there was no factual concern on Krishna's part, he was thinking like that. Finally, after some deliberation, he also entered the mouth of the demon. When Krishna entered, all the demigods who had gathered to see the fun and who were hiding within the clouds expressed their feelings with the words, Alas! Alas! OMG! OMG! Mm-hmm. At the same time, all of the friends of Agasur, especially Kangsa, who were accustomed to eating flesh and blood, expressed their jubilation, understanding that Krishna also entered the mouth of the demon. While the demon was trying to smash Krishna and his companions, Krishna heard the demigods crying, Alas! Alas! And he immediately began to expand himself within the, within the throat of the demon. Although he had a gigantic body, the demon choked by the expanding of Krishna. So Krishna started making his body giant. Although he had a, uh, his big eyes moved violently, and he quickly suffocated. His life air could not come out from any source, and ultimately he burst out a hole in the upper part of his skull, the soul. Thus, his life air passed, the demon was dead. 
And Krishna, with his transcendent glance alone, brought all the boys and calves back to consciousness and came out with them out of the mouth of the demon. While Krishna was within the mouth of Agasura, the demon spirit soul came out like a dazzling light, illuminating all directions and waited in the sky. As soon as Krishna came out of the mouth of the demon with his calves, that glittering effulgent light immediately merged into the body of Krishna within the vision of all the demigods. So it's like, hey, you're going to try to kill my friends and, and, and me? You got a free ticket to the spiritual world. <laughs> I'm not, you know, but it's I'm not hurt. hateful. <laughs> it's going to hurt a little bit. The, demi, the demigods became overwhelmed with joy and showered flowers on the supreme personality of God and Krishna. And thus they worshipped him. The denizens of heaven danced in jubilation, and the denizens of Gandharva Loka offered various kinds of prayers. Drummers beat drums in jubilation. Brahmanas recited Vedic hymns, and all the devotees of the Lord chanted words like, Jai, Jai! Jai, Jai! Jai, Jai! Jai, Jai! Jai, Jai! All glory is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. When Lord Brahma heard those auspicious vibrations which sounded throughout the higher planetary systems, he immediately came down to see what had happened. He saw that the demon was killed and he was struck with wonder at the uncommon, glorious pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The gigantic mouth of the demon remained in an open position for many days and gradually dried up and remained a spot of pleasure pastimes for all the cowherd boys. The killing of Agasura took place when Krishna and his friends were under five years old. Children under five years old are called Kumara. From five up until the tenth year, they're called Pauganda. And from the tenth year up to the fifteenth year, they're called Kaishora. After the fifteenth year, the boys are called youths, Yovana. <clears throat> For one year, there was no dis- discussion of this incident of the Agasura demon in the village of Raj. But when the boys attained the sixth year, they informed their parents of the incident with great wonder. And there's a whole huge story why there was a year of no discussion of this, sto- this monster killing. What happened? Uh, well, Brahma, he kidnapped all of Krishna's friends to see if Krishna was really his father. And he came back a hundred thousandths of a second later, which is a, a year on earth in his time. And Krishna had actually made made all of himself. He multiplied his own form to appear like his own friends for a year straight. And, uh, and so the Brahma came back and he was just like, I just kidnapped all your friends and they're still here. He was totally confused. Yeah. And then the, re- the re- actual boys came back a year later. So that's when they went home and told everybody what happened. For Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is far greater than such demigods as Lord Brahma. So Lord Brahma is the engineer of this universe. He created this universe. And he's like insignificant compared to Krishna. Completely insignificant. Creator of the, the, everything we see. It is not difficult to award one the opportunity of merging with his eternal 
body. This he awarded to Agasur. Agasur was certainly a most sinful living entity, and it was not possible for the sinful to merge into the existence of the Absolute. But in this particular case, because Krishna had entered Agasura's body, the demon became fully cleansed of all sinful reactions. Persons constantly thinking of the eternal form of the Lord in the shape of the deity or in the shape of a mental form are awarded the transcendental benediction of entering into the kingdom of God and associating with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So we can just imagine the elevated position of someone like Agasura, into whose body the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna personally entered. Great sages, meditators, and devotees constantly keep the form of the Lord within their hearts, or they see the deity form of the Lord in the temple. In this way, they become liberated from all material contamination at the end of the body, enter into the kingdom of God. This perfection is simply possible simply by keeping the form of the Lord within the mind. But in the case of Agasura, the Supreme Personality of God had personally entered. Agasura's position was therefore greater than any of the ordinary devotees or the greatest yogis. Maharaj Parikshit. Maharaj Parikshit, who was engaged in hearing the transcendental pastime of, of Lord Krishna, who saved the life of Maharaj Parikshit, from while he was in the womb of his mother, became more and more interested about hearing about him. And thus he questioned the, the sage Shukadev Goswami, who was writing, reciting the Srimad Bhagavatam before the king. So this whole story is being narrated to a king who has seven days to live. This is like on his sixth day, practically. And he's hearing all this. This, this, uh, this is like the culmination, like the... the, the the highest point in the lesson where he's just going first he's like you're not the body all that stuff and then he's going like straight into like the like postgraduate level of Krishna's mm -hmm. pastimes and so he the king he was a bit astonished to understand that the kingly uh, the killing of the Agasura demon was not discussed for one year until the boys attained the Pauganda age actually when Krishna was 11 he already was a Yovana he was already had the body built like a 16-year-old, although he had been on the planet for 11 years. Maharaj Pariksha was in, very inquisitive to learn about this, for he was sure that such an incident was due to the working of Krishna's different energies. Generally, Kshatriyas, or the administrative class, are always busy with their political affairs and have very little chance to hear about the transcendental pastimes of Lord Krishna. But while Maharaj Pariksha was hearing these transcendental pastimes, he considered himself to be very fortunate because not only was he hearing Krishna's pastimes, but he was doing so from Shukadeva Goswami, the greatest authority on the Srimad Bhagavatam. Thus being requested by Maharaj Pariksha, Shukadeva Goswami continued to speak about the transcendental pastimes of Lord Krishna and the matter of his form, qualities, fame, and paraphernalia. So that ends. Thus ends. What do you say? The twelfth chapter. The Bhaktivedanta purports of the twelfth chapter of Krishna, the killing of Agasura demon. You guys like it? Yeah, that was awesome. Hare Krishna. Yeah, it's really cool. So, some any any questions, reflections? Was that demon related to the cow one? He related to Putana the witch. 
And uh, we said Trinavarta, the the whirlwind guy, the tornado monster. Yeah. They're brothers and sister. Actually, Kamsa, he's the most powerful all, of all of them. All those uh, demons that go to try to crush Krishna in his youth and his childhood, they were all made to become Kamsa's servants. He said he would go find them and he'd say, let's fight. If I win, you're my servant. If I lose, I'm your servant. And then he got a whole like retinue. A whole slew of demons. Yeah. Avengers of the demon world. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, there's there's Avengers, but then there's... The Doom of... A, uh, Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom, but then there's... Uh, Justice League? No, what is it called? It starts with the S. With the you cut off one head, then another three heads. Hydra. 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 Hell, Hydra. You know, another story just told. <clears throat> Excuse me. It sounds like a story that comes from Celtic mythology. Not to be confused with this comic book stuff, but the real story behind Loki. Loki has three three offspring. One is called Hell, which is a witch. Other one's called Fenris, which is a wolf. And then this Midgard dragon, who's a giant dragon like that. And at yeah. the end of Ragnarok, not to be confused with the movie. There's a war with all the gods. They all, they go into the Midgard dragon's body and exploding from the inside. <laughs> all right, <laughs> go Ragnarok. Yeah, rock it. <coughs> any uh, Shesha, any any reflections? All right, I want to just read one verse. This is from the Bhagavatam, and I'll just read it. Savai priyamatas chatmana. Yatona bhayam vapi iti veda saveda vidvan yo vidvan saguru hari. So one who is engaged in devotional service has not the least has has not the least fear in material existence. So if you're full, if you get into bhakti, you have no fear, nothing. This is because the supreme personality of Godhead, who is a super soul, he's in everyone's heart. It's a friend of everyone. Like someone says, I don't believe in God. And we can ask him, well, what is the God that you don't believe in? He's like, you know, he's like this grumpy old, like, you know, and he sends people China to hell because they didn't join the right religion. It's like, I don't believe in that God either. <laughs> One who knows this secret is actually educated. And thus, educated can become a spiritual master of the world. So, if you know Krishna is the kindest, and, 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 and he's completely fair. He's just, but he's also super sweet and kind. All merciful. Then, then you're, you're a guru. You're, you're, Alright, so, we put on the internet today. We've got Chris here. He's a guru. I wish. And what do you uh, find? One who is actually bona, he's one who is an actually bona fide spiritual master, representative of Krishna. So just by knowing this, that he is fair and kind. If one can understand that, that he's fair and kind, um, and so that takes takes a little bit of understanding, like we read about karma and reincarnation, all that stuff. Then we can see, even if we even if someone doesn't agree with it, it's it's. It's it's self evident that it becomes that you just eventually have to accept it because it's it's completely reasonable. Uh, like a self evident truth is you exist. That's really easy to 
Like, you can, like, well, I don't think I exist. But it's like the only thing you know is that you exist. It becomes uh, completely self-evident. And eventually you're going to have to realize that you do exist. No. All right. Any other? Actually, a little exercise for all of you. So, uh, spend 35 seconds. And you tell somebody. What, what you've been like grateful for? What are the things that you're thankful for? So find somebody to tell. So we got 35 seconds. And then we're going to switch. You got to go there and find somebody. Yeah. This is one of the Bhagavad Dharmas. 64 arts of devotional service. Find somebody to tell somebody. Prabhupada says essential practice. First, it's 35 seconds. You got to tell somebody what you're grateful for. Find somebody. What you're grateful for. This week, this month, this year. Tell somebody and then they're going to tell you. You tell it now. Tell your, tell your person. Yeah. And then after 35 seconds, switch the other person. Well, could it? You gotta find someone. You gotta find someone. Chase, do you find someone? Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that story is pretty awesome. No, me either, actually. You brought in like six actors, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were actually in the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, director. You told somebody? Yeah. All right. I know on Sunday you said that the mind is like steering wheel. Hey, hold on to it. It's your friend. Yeah, if the mind under control is your friend. The mind is the greatest friend, or it's the worst enemy, depending on what's under. So everybody did their practice? All right. I see some smiling faces. It's, it's, uh, this is actually one of the Bhagavad Dharmas. Srila Prabhupada said we have to be able to... The, the, the next level, like there's like that level, the next level is when you can say what you're thankful for, like the bad things that happened to you. Like, I think that's, that's like, easier for me to say than the good shows. That's like the, that's like the next level. And um, uh, there have been... Scientists have also studied this thing. and They said that if you do that for seven days, people who have done that, they're, the, for the next six months, they're happier than they would have been. Yeah. Just for seven days, write down, express to somebody what you're thankful for. It actually changes your consciousness. It's sattva guna. All right.
Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna.